0: Hey friends, thank you guys so much for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. Today we're starting part four of our series, What's Love Got to Do with It? Thank you guys so much for joining in for part four of our series titled, What's Love Got to Do With It? Today, we're going to talk about godly relationships. The purpose today is to discuss how a strong network of friends with like-minded faith can really help strengthen your spiritual health, your faith, and your love towards God. This is part four of our series, What's Love Got to Do With It? Throughout this series, we have been diving into the topic of love and how it really shapes every facet of our life, especially our walk with Jesus. We've addressed the foundational question of what does love have to do with our life and our Christian walk, and we've kind of springboarded from there to discuss topics like how love is greater than hate, and also our pursuit of love in our daily lives. So if you've missed our last episode, The Pursuit of Love, or any of the other past episodes, you can check them out anywhere you listen to podcasts. And just a reminder to those that are listening to not forget to subscribe wherever you listen to us. Subscribing would not only help me out, but it will make sure that you get notified when a future episode is published. I also deliver notifications of published episodes and other content through our email notification system. So if you'd like to be included in that, you can do so by visiting casttheword.com, scroll down to the bottom, and enter in your email address into the subscription box. You can also listen to our previously published episodes there as well, including... Um, Parts one through three of this particular series. We also recently opened up a blog page on our website, so if you want to check it out, you can find it there as well. All right, let's get started. Radiant Church recently released a study guide from their pastor that kind of dove into the topic of Christian relationships and That study guide I found to be very useful and I want to kind of pull uh, some of that content today and talk through some of that. It really dove into the importance of Christian relationships in our walk with God, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Relationships of all types, whether it is a family relationship, a romantic relationship, or our relationship with friends, can all help us in both our daily life and our Christian faith. This particular study guide that we're going to use as an outline today discusses the fact that our culture today values personal independence and individualism. That's just the life we live in right now. With the gift and and arguably the curse as well of technology, it has caused so many of us to hide behind our phone or our computer screen. And for many, this is, this is simply our depth of level of interaction with others. We've lost the touch of picking up the phone and having a conversation versus communicating strictly through text. Connectivity is so important from not just a mental health perspective but also a spiritual perspective, and that's kind of the angle we're going to go at this today. In Acts 2 verse 42, that particular verse discusses the importance of fellowship and breaking bread and prayers with one another. Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. A strong network of friends is so important in our lives. In the general sense, friends can help us get through tough times. They can help us overcome certain situations, and they are generally just good for your mental health and your physical health as well. The network of people you associate with can also greatly impact your outlook on life. So while the group you run with can be very beneficial, if you're surrounded by the wrong group of people, it could be detrimental. Eventually, if you are not surrounding yourself with like-minded people, then you can easily become a product of your environment Proverbs 27 verse 17 says as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend so who is sharpening you today and are they sharpening you to help you become the person you want to be and more importantly the person that God wants you to be godly relationships are so important to help us learn how to display the love of Christ in our hearts and to overcome temptations in our lives to help pick us up when we fall and many many more reasons Godly relationships are just so, from a well-rounded perspective, they are so important in our daily walk with Christ. So a couple points we want to dive into today. Number one, we have to build a strong network of like-minded believers. What is the best way we can build a strong network of godly relationships? church. Hebrews 10:25 says, "Let us not neglect meeting together," or the King James version that we've all heard, "Don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together." Right now, many of us are still on lockdown due to the coronavirus and are physically unable to assemble together. So, If you don't have a home church, then I encourage you to consider finding one, even though right now we may be on lockdown, or even though right now it may be difficult for us to physically assemble together. This situation, this scenario that we're in right now just paints the picture of how important a church assembly is can be. As we've been on lockdown, there's been several church members that, that my wife and I have been in contact with just checking in on each other. And it's just so important to have that type of network when we find ourselves in, in situations we're in right now. And beyond that, the network of like-minded believers is such a faith builder. Just by talking with others about similar life situations or hearing personal testimonies on how others who may be ahead of you in their faith walk, have made it through difficult seasons seasons in their lives, can really help build your faith and make you feel like if God did it for them, He can do it for you as well. So it's just so important that we not forsake the assembling together. And that's just one of many reasons. This is absolutely the best way to build a strong network of godly relationships. Sure, you can find a strong network of godly relationships in other venues or formats, and I don't belittle those methods in any way. But in my personal opinion, church attendance is the best way. And if it's mentioned in the Bible, then we know that that level of importance is strong. If it's strong enough to be mentioned in the Bible, it's strong enough for us to take that into consideration as well, right? So if you're new in your walk with God, or if you're listening right now and you do not know Christ, and let me just pause for a moment and and acknowledge that the first step is always to seek forgiveness for your sins and to recognize and acknowledge the work that Christ did on the cross by dying for your sins and rising on the third day. And, And because of that work, We know that if we believe in that, if we trust in that, if we ask for forgiveness of our sins, then we could have everlasting life. And after we've done that, We're now a spiritual baby, and it can be so hard to let go of certain habits or addictions that has caused you to live a life of sin on your own. This is why planting yourself in a local body is so important to your growth, your maturity, and your sanctification. You're continuing uh, to shed off those parts of you, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are before you, taking off the old man and putting on the new man in Christ, having a local body, having a church. That you were planting it, planted in can help you through that process. The second point we want to focus on is corporate worship. Matthew 18 verse 2 says, for where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. In order to build godly relationships, in order to evaluate the power of love in our relationships and in our walk with God, then we have to understand not only the importance of gathering together, but we really need to focus on the purpose of why we gather together in the first place and not take that for granted. We don't gather together just to get to know one another, which is important because we need those relationships when we're in tough situations or we're in tough seasons. We need those relationships to help build us up. But the main reason we get together in the first place is because of our like-minded desire to worship together. Having a strong network of believers to worship, praise, and even Bible study with is so significant in our Christian walks. Not only is this helpful in your Christian journey, but it helps rekindle our spiritual fire as well. I came across an article through Desire God from author David Mathis that really hit on some important elements of corporate worship and why it's so important in our daily walk with Christ and in our pursuit of love and in our godly relationships and understanding how how important love is in our lives. Corporate worship is such a pivotal part of that. The author said, often we come into corporate worship feeling a sense of spiritual fog. During the rough and tumble of the week, the hard knocks of real life in the fallen world can disorient us to ultimate reality and what's truly important. We need to clear our head, recalibrate our spirit, and jumpstart our slow heart. Martin Luther found corporate worship powerful in awakening his own spiritual fire. He said, at home, in my own house, there is no warmth or vigor in me. But in the church, when the multitude is gathered together, a fire is kindled in my heart and it breaks its way through. That quote right there is so influential in understanding the importance of corporate worship. The author goes on to discuss Psalm 73 regarding the psalmist discussing his wicked peers and things change in that psalm once we get to verse 16. It reads, starting in verse 16, When I thought... How to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned their end. Things change in your spirit, in your mind, in clarity, and what's really important in this life is... In the sanctuary of God, like the author said, we may enter in in a fog because we're disoriented from the week or you know the few days that we've had at work facing the stressors of our life. We may be disoriented. We may be in a spiritual fog. But nothing clears the fog better than entering into the sanctuary of God with like-minded believers and having that network of your brothers and sisters in Christ, knowing that you're all there for one reason, and you're there to worship our Savior. We need each other, we are the body, and the body cannot function a hundred percent without every member. 1 Corinthians 12.12 says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. So we have to understand the significance of how important it is to come together in one mind and in one accord with your like-minded brothers and sisters to come into the sanctuary of God and help clear that spiritual fog. There's Power in corporate worship and corporate worship helps us solidify our relationships not just with one another but it helps grow our relationships with. With Christ as well. Um, There's just something powerful about corporate worship in relation to understanding the importance of love in our lives, understanding the value of love in our lives and, and in our daily walk with Christ, and in our joint relationship with one another. So, the last thing I want to mention is that. Godly relationships help us in our success. Strong godly relationships can help you in your success. Proverbs 13, verse 20 says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. This goes back to what we were saying earlier that, you know, we have to understand what our vision for our life is. To think friends cannot make or shape you. Is just not wise. Whoever you hang out with will eventually rub off on you. What kind of company do you keep today? Are your friendships growing you closer to God or growing you farther away from God? Proverbs 12:26 says, The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. There are so many friendships that are painted in the Bible, whether it's Ruth and Naomi, Elijah or Elisha or Jesus and the inner three, we just can't stress enough how important the crowd you run with is. Proverbs 15 verse 33 says, Bad company ruins good morals. So the crowds you run with can help you in your success. We have to self-evaluate and self-reflect where do we want to go in the future? And are the people that we're surrounding ourselves with either helping us or hurting us? And more importantly, are the people we're surrounding us with helping us grow closer in our love with Christ? Or is the friends that we're circling around our lives growing us farther away from Christ. We have to self-evaluate that, and if we need to trim the fat, then that's more important than hindering our relationship with Christ. So what does love have to do with godly relationships? Well, your friendships can help define your level of love both horizontally and vertically. Your friendships cause laughter. They cause fun. They can help Your friends can help you promote and deliver good works in your life. Your friendships can help you when you fall. They can help you overcome addiction. They can help you stay motivated and ultimately stay focused on Christ. If you struggle with addiction, then there is no better sponsor than a brother or sister in the church. Friends can help you with marital problems, they can help you with family problems, or even help give advice on daily decisions, or even help you raise your kids from time to time. And all of this, if accomplished by the right person, with the right spirit, can help you see love on a totally different level. And if you hold good company of godly relationships, then this can only help strengthen your desire to want to know more of Christ, to want to know to want to grow deeper into your relationship with Christ. I'll never forget when me and my wife first started going back to church together, you know, we developed some very strong relationships with with many different couples in our in our church and these friends helped us as we rediscovered our faith and helped us grow in our local church body we discovered things with our new friends that we had never considered before our friends helped show us things in scripture that that we you know maybe haven't seen before they helped us draw out spiritual things within us that were buried so deep by the burdens of this life i fully believe that god puts people in your life to help you grow and mature especially if you are a new believer then i encourage you very strongly to plant yourself in a local body and network with people in the church to find people in your local church that have like-minded beliefs as you that can help you overcome, you know, some of that old nature that you need to shed off of you. We can't do it alone and there's no, let me be clear, there's no person that can get rid of that. It's only Jesus. But having like-minded friends that may be ahead of you in their faith walk can absolutely help you and guide you and you know help uh, motivate you or encourage you to stay on the right path. And without godly relationships, you have a harder time finding the love of God, finding the love that God has for you, and friendships can absolutely help through that. Ecclesiastes 4.9 says, two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. We all will fall from time to time. We all will miss the mark from time to time. There's not one of us that's perfect. And if we fall and we're alone and there's nobody around us to help pick us up, it is so much harder to stand up on your two feet. We need that friendship to help pick us back up. We need that friendship to lean on when, when you know, we're in a tough season, so that when we are in a strong season, and our friends are leaning on us, we can help them in return. So friendship, you know, goes both ways. We lean on our friends to help us, but we need to be there for our friends when they need help as well. And godly relationships are so pivotal in our understanding of what love has to do with our Christian walk and how important that is. So that's it for today, friends. We're getting very close to wrapping up our What's Love Got To Do With It series. If you've missed any of our past episodes, you can find them on our website, casttheword.com, or wherever you listen to our podcast. So let me just say I appreciate your support uh, for these episodes, for this podcast. I I greatly appreciate you sharing this podcast to your friends and family as well. This is our mission, to cast the word. It's in our title. That's what our mission is. Um, So if you're a listener, then I encourage you, I ask you, cast the word as well, not just through this podcast, but do it on your own as well. Do it through your own words and your own medium. We all have a duty to fish for men, not just with a fishing pole, but with a net. Um, Be watching for our next episode as we continue to dive into this topic and wrap up the series. Thank you guys so much for your support. Stay strong in the faith, and I look forward to talking to you next time.